Welcome to InsideCatholicPhilly.com, where we explore the Catholic faith as it's experienced in church and in everyday life. I'm your host, Gina Christian, here with our editor, Matt Gambino. And along with our guests, we discuss the Catholic take on everything from sacraments and Sunday Mass to social media and sports, based on CatholicPhilly.com's award-winning news and commentary. Thanks so much for spending a few moments with us today here at CatholicPhilly.com. I'm your host, Gina Christian, here with our editor, Matt Gambino. Matt, good to have you with us. It's good to be back, Gina. And we are also delighted to have Ricardo Tobar in the studio with us. Ricardo is a seminarian with Redemptorist Mater Seminary, studying at St. Charles Borromeo Seminary in Wynwood, Pennsylvania, where he's in his second year of theological studies. And as we continue our Lenten journey, Ricardo is here to share with us his insights into the gospel for the third Sunday of Lent. Ricardo, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Now, before we take a closer look at the scripture, Ricardo, can you tell us a little bit about how these two seminaries that you are straddling work together? Yeah, I mean, it's always communion, you know, having communion with the Redemptorist Mater and St. Charles Seminary. I study, I get my formation there for my intellectual studies at St. Charles, but then my priestly formation is at Redemptorist Mater, where I'm being trained to be missionary, but at the same time diocesan. So missionary meaning for the new evangelization in order to bring the church to those who are outside of the church. And that's the main mission for the Redemptorist Mother Seminary. Well, you're working on that mission today through these podcasts. So let's see how the Spirit speaks to us through his word this week. Matt, what is the gospel passage for this Sunday? For this third Sunday of Lent, we're going to hear the gospel of John chapter 4 verses 5 to 42. Now that's the long form. Just let me uh, summarize the short form of it. Jesus meets a Samaritan woman at the well of her town, and it's around noontime in the day. At first, they start to converse, Jesus and this woman. At first, they're talking about water. Then they're talking about authentic worship by all. At the end of this conversation, Jesus reveals his identity as the Messiah. And the woman, once she knows this and once she believes in the Lord and who he is, she begins to tell the town. And through that, many of the town believe in him as well. I have to say, Ricardo, this is one of my favorite passages, although I often struggle to really understand it in full. So how does this scripture speak to us today? Well, one of the things that amazes me about this gospel is the similarity that is between Jesus and the Samaritan woman. You know, Jesus is thirsty and the Samaritan woman is looking for water. And, you know, through this similarity, they are, in a sense, they're looking for each other, you know. And I see Jesus, you know, he could have taken different routes because, you know, he was a Jew and he could not even look for a town of the Samaritans. That was not his mission per se. But yet, you know, he chooses to go into this direction because he knows that here he is going to find someone who is willing to convert because she knows, the Samaritan woman knows that she needs salvation. You know, this is why she's looking for water. You know, to have water means that you need salvation. And so that is why Jesus goes there. I thought it was interesting when after the woman says she believes in Jesus, she just can't keep it inside. And she goes out and tells the whole town. Can you speak to that, that desire to share the good news that she's found. And I thought it was interesting that our gospel on the Sunday before, Jesus told his disciples not to tell anyone, but this woman just can't keep it in. Yeah, this is the main thing. I think the encounter, you know, once you have this relationship with Jesus 
And seeing the mercy that Jesus has, you know, he was not judgmental towards her, mm. despite her sinfulness. You know, Jesus is not afraid of the sins that she has. In fact, he wants to take them away from her. And she noticed that, you know, and this is the fantastic news. The fact that Jesus is not scandalized by her sinfulness. And not only that, but allows her to participate in Jesus' own mission, you know, to announce the kingdom. That is a very good news. I think for me, that applies to me, you know. I never, for my vocation, I never thought to ever be in a seminary, you know. I was very far away from the church. I grew up Catholic, but really not there, you know. And once I had this encounter with Jesus Christ, leads me to respond. And so I think this is what the woman experienced, you know, this mercy, this encounter, the fact that she realizes I need a savior. I need a savior. I cannot save myself. I need someone else to do it for me. And so this response of going to announce Jesus to the town. And the amazing thing is that the town believes her. You know, if we keep reading, the town believes her and they recognize Jesus as the savior. And I think this is a good thing for all of us in this time where you know we start to believe other things. We start to make our own idols of money, of uh, technology or whatever. But the main thing is to have this encounter every day and to be satisfied of the water. And what is the water? For those who are baptized already, the water is prayer, the sacraments. This is the amazing thing, you know? I think this gospel can help all of us to have this encounter in this Lent and preparing us for the resurrection of our Lord. I think this is what this gospel really leads me to believe in Jesus. And that true encounter with Jesus that is so life-changing, life-changing for us personally and for all those that we in turn encounter. Ricardo, thank you so much. You are in our prayers as you journey through Lent and towards the priesthood. Thanks so much for being here and God bless. Thank you. So you've heard our thoughts. What about yours? Reach out to us and let us know. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Catholic Philly or visit us online at catholicphilly.com. Thanks so much to Matt Gambino, the editor of catholicphilly.com. I'm your host, Gina Christian. And until next time, may God bless and keep you. Transforming lives. That's what the Society of St. Vincent de Paul of Philadelphia is all about. Called to service by our Catholic values, we work directly with our neighbors in need to help with the most basic necessities. Our lives are transformed, as are hopefully those we serve. Visit svdp-phila.info to see how you can join with us to help. That's svdp-phila.info. This podcast has been a production of CatholicPhilly.com. Music by Dustin Taylor Phillips. For more information, visit us online at CatholicPhilly.com.